After last week's massive number of startup fundings hitting 80, we came very close this week as 73 Chinese startups, growth stage, and pre-IPO companies closed big funding over the past five days, totaling 1.295 billion US dollars. And whereas last week we had a nice mix of cryptocurrency, artificial intelligence, and e-commerce firms in China raising capital, this week's highlighted companies are all from the biotech and healthcare sector. Investors in key deals this week include Life Capital, HG Capital, Green Pine Capital Partners, Matrix Partners China, Ariza Holdings, Newly Capital, Yinglian Health Industry Fund, Wuxi Aptech Group, and Sequoia Capital China. This is the May 21st, 2021 edition of the China Money Podcast, where we update you on the news, data, and insights you need to make private equity and venture capital decisions in China. I'm China Money Network's director, Danny Levinson, sitting in for the China Money Podcast host, Nina Xiang, who's busy on assignment. China Money Podcast is celebrating its 10th year in 2021 and is a service of China Money Network. So you can visit us at ChinaMoneyNetwork.com. China Money Network is a privately held data and media startup operating out of Shanghai, Hong Kong, Hangzhou, Beijing, and New York. Please do leave us feedback at the ChinaMoneyNetwork.com website about how we can make the next 10 years even better. And be sure to ask your smart speaker to play China Money Podcast for all your streaming business intelligence. As always, there was a lot of news happening this week related to startup deals across China. And at China Money Podcast, we documented 73 different investment deals closing in the past five days alone. And those 73 deals totaled 1.295 billion US dollars. In startup funding news highlights from this week, Duality Biologics closed a large Series B round. Genscript closed a really big Series A round. And a company called Becoming rode on the health tech and biotech coattails of others to raise a very nice pre-A series round of financing. We'll go deeper into those headlines and more in a moment. Our sponsors keep the lights on at China Money Podcast and China Money Network. So please be sure to help us by making our sponsors a key part of your plans to invest and do business in China. The China Money Podcast comes courtesy of our sponsor, Lehman Brown. Lehman Brown International Accountants is a licensed China-focused accounting, taxation, and business advisory firm operating dedicated offices in Beijing, Tianjin, Shanghai, Shenzhen, Guangzhou, Hong Kong, and Macau. And with an extensive affiliate network throughout China in over 100 countries worldwide. Lehman Brown offers a full range of financial and business management services from auditing to acquisition integration and market entry strategies. Get more information at lehmanbrown.com. That's lehmanbrown.com. Now let's dive into those news headlines to find what the China Money Podcast can unwrap for you in the startup deals happening this week. Each day on our ChinaMoneyNetwork.com website, we publish a detailed list we call Deal Shot that details all the deals that close that day where startups and growth stage companies close funding rounds. Our daily Deal Shot list often contains up to 20 or 30 deals that we document in our Deal Shot database. So in our China Money Network Deal Shot news for the past five days, there were 73 venture capital and private equity deals totaling $1.295 billion. 
And like we said at the top of the podcast, last week we counted 80 deals. So this week, 73 deals, and last week, 80 deals. Seems like only seven more deals closed last week than this week, so no big deal, right? Well, last week's total deal flow amounted to 2.66 billion US dollars versus this week's paltry 1.295 billion. So last week more than doubled the total value of the deals with only seven more deals. This is not to say that this week was weak at all. It just had more early funding rounds that closed. So very interesting, nonetheless. There were lots of interesting deals this week, so we picked three notable ones to highlight. First, for the Duality Biologics. This one-year-old Suzhou-based company raised 90 million USD. Duality Biologics is a biopharmaceutical company focused on tumor and autoimmune disease research. And the funding round was led by Lilly Asia Ventures. Participants in the round include HG Capital, Green Pine Capital Partners, Ariza Holdings, Newly Capital, Yinglian Health Industry Fund, and Wuxi Aptech Group. And in the second deal, GenScript claims to have raised a tremendously large Series A round from sole investor Hillhouse Capital. Hillhouse granted 150 million US dollars to GenScript. Again, that was 150 million dollars to the 12-year-old Nanjing-based life science research company for its Series A. Good luck to them. In the third highlighted deal of the week, a company called Becoming raised a pre-A of only about 3.1 million RMB. What's interesting is the funding apparently came from the venture capital powerhouse Matrix Partners China. Becoming is a dental health product service provider. So Matrix appears to be betting on such an early stage company to go down the line and become very, very large. So we'll be watching and we'll let you know. So that's a quick overview of just three deals out of the 73 that closed this week. Want to know full details about all 73 deals? Well, those deals come from China Money Network's daily DealShot database, which is available to subscribers. The DealShot database gives you a complete snapshot of the latest deal flow and includes multiple data points, including, of course, the size of each investment deal and who participated. For full details on all of this week's 73 deals, visit us at chinamoneynetwork.com for daily data briefs and a private equity and venture capital deal database going back 10 years and nearing a trillion dollars worth of deal flow. All right, now let's turn our eyes to look at the other headlines in China this week that involve startups, private equity, and venture capital. So China announced big 5G news. The Ministry of Industry and Information Technology announced that China has now built the world's largest standalone 5G network. From now on, newly connected 5G terminals will default to enable 5G standalone networking. At present, the number of 5G terminal connections in China accounts for more than 80% of the world's total, reaching 280 million, and 5G users exceed 350 million inside China. The Chinese ministry reports that 600,000 more 5G base stations are planned to be built in 2021. And Volkswagen will further expand investment in China and increase R&D for electric vehicles. Yu Jianhua, Vice Minister of Commerce and China International Trade Representative, met with Stefan Rullenstein, Chairman of the German Chamber of Commerce in China and CEO of Volkswagen Group China. During their dialogue, they exchanged views on the development of Volkswagen's business in China and the continuous personnel changes between China and Germany. 
Mr. Yu said that China welcomes Volkswagen to continue to expand investment in China and is willing to provide convenience for German business personnel to go to China during this pandemic period. Stefan Willenstein said that the Volkswagen Group has benefited a lot from China's economic development and opening up and will further expand its investment and operations in China, increase its R&D, and its production will be ramped up in the field of electric vehicles. Specifics of the plans were not immediately released, but we will keep an eye on that. And yesterday, May 20th, Zhang Yiming, the founder of ByteDance, which runs the uh, very famous and well-known app TikTok, issued an internal letter to all employees, announcing that he would step down as CEO of ByteDance. Liang Rubo, co-founder of ByteDance, will take over now as the new CEO. Zhang Yiming reportedly decided to step aside from handling the company's daily management because he now wants to instead focus on long-term issues such as the company's strategy, corporate culture, and social responsibility. And Zhou Xiaochuan, vice chairman of Boao Forum for Asia, said that instead of linking the digital yuan development plans with internationalization of the renminbi, more attention should instead be paid to the efficiency and fantastic improvements within retail when using the digital currency. You see, Joe is trying to placate China outsiders who worry that the digital yuan is a first step towards domination globally of the renminbi. But Joe said instead of worrying about that, everyone should just focus instead on just how powerful the digital yuan has proven to be for the retail sector within China. He says worrying about internationalization of the digital currency from China is not yet a worry or a concern. So that's it for this China Money Podcast update. Make sure to ask your smart speakers such as the Google Home, Xiaomi device, or Amazon Alexa to listen to the China Money Podcast. And join us at ChinaMoneyNetwork.com for daily data briefs and a private equity and venture capital deal database going back 10 years, nearing a trillion dollars worth of deal flow. And until next time from us here at ChinaMoneyNetwork.com and the China Money Podcast, remember to follow the money.